Welcome, everybody, to the Creature Cast, the official console creatures podcast. My name is David Petrangelo, and I'll be one of your hosts for this journey into all things PlayStation VR 2 this week. I say that, but I'm not the one who's played it. Thankfully, though, two other awesome guys have. Editor extraordinaire at consolecreatures.com. Bobby, how are you, man? Another week where I am so tired, but for a good reason this week. And I mean, we're going to get into why we're all tired, but yeah, yeah. We're on good, the recovering man. end of a review period. That's good. Yeah, yeah. It's all it's all been a, a crazy week for you guys. Steve, how are your eyeballs feeling? Oh, they are they are fatigued. Let me tell you that right now. Um, but in a good way. I mean, similar to Bobby, I think that's a very exciting time where, you know, two months into the year and it feels like review period has already started. And what better way to kind of like kick off a year than a, like a really cool, exciting hardware review. And I, I'm excited to talk about it, to be honest. I, I think it's going to be a good discussion. All right. I'm well, excited. PSVR I'm 2. I'm excited, but yeah. let's be honest. Hold on. Before we start, it's yeah. only February 15th, guys. It, yeah. <laughs> it feels like it's June. That's true. I'm, just, I'm tired. Like, I don't even know how these developers pack these schedules or, like, what, who makes the decisions, but you guys are killing us. And I, I'm a little cruel. <laughs> I feel like I'm being abused, but it's all for the good. Are they, of the they industry. you know, you have, a, you have a PSVR 2, you have games to play. Are they going to send you, like, um, I mean, Steve's already got his glasses on, but are they going to send you glasses to help your eyes feel better or like something or eye drops? Or... <laughs> My eyes are just, yeah, they've been taking the beating. Now, they hurt. Now, I say all that with no experience with this hardware at all, and you guys have it. And I say that jokingly, it's not necessarily a bad sign. It's just because you've been playing a lot of oh. PSVR 2 games, and and that's why. It's not oh, because oh no, the PSVR 2 is burning my eyes. It's a terrible product. That is not the no, case. No, we're no, gonna no. we're gonna preface that first. But um, I'm I'm gonna sort of uh, let you guys sort of talk things through, and every once in a while I'm gonna I'm gonna ask a few questions and stuff. But Please. like largely, this is going to be how you guys have felt with the PSVR 2 on your heads in your in your houses and and playing it. Over the last several days, um, it's a very exciting time for hardware and peripherals, which is something that we haven't said in a couple of years since these latest uh, generation of consoles have launched. And, um, you know, this from the from an outside perspective, someone who has not played a lot of VR, like very, very little. And honestly, a few years ago, probably at this point. So like technology that's nowhere close to this. Um I, I'm excited just just to hear about it. You know, mm-hmm. I, I, I just want to sort of hear what you guys are saying. So, um, Bobby, let's, let's start with you. Um, what have been your overall thoughts so far? And then maybe after that, you guys can break down certain games and aspects of, of the headset that you've been enjoying the most, but PSVR two, a few days with it, at least how you feeling? I'm overwhelmed with it. It's definitely a huge improvement over psvr i mean it's a night and day difference i mean just even trying to describe it it's it's like taking your first steps out of you know as a child like you're finally getting the hang of walking around and you're starting to see the world in a new light and i'm a firm believer in vr after playing you know the last week with this headset it's the coolest thing i I guess that's another actually there you go first question popped up i mean i guess to, to both you guys is is this I, we'll talk about price point, I think, of here and there, but like, yeah. is this a good starting point because it's so impressive or is it a good starting point just because it's new and it's the one like, is this is this the one that people need to get 
or is there sort of like a stepping stone before you jump in? Because it sounds impressive, but is it the one? That's, a, I, that's yeah, that's a loaded question. I mean, yeah, because I there's just so. so many, there's so many options, right? <laughs> I mean, for a console gamer, hundred percent, this is the way you want to go. Right. I think you have the, you, if you in the PlayStation ecosystem, this is the next step of where Sony wants to go. So it, it seems like, yeah, they understand that there's a market for this. It's niche, but clearly it's growing. I mean, the last six years have proven just how much it's grown. I mean, look at yeah. PSVR 1 to PSVR 2. It's a giant leap. Like the technology powering the first headset just seems so basic now. And then you see what they've done with PSVR 2. And you, you can see a teardown video that was released this week. It shows you just how much care and attention they put into making this something for everybody, something where you can, you know, experience something new in your in the comfort of your own home. But as a, you know, a regular gamer who doesn't really have like any ties to PlayStation or Sony, there are other platforms like the MetaQuest, which, you know, it, it it's a similar price point. It's wireless, which is a cool thing. But it, it really comes down to where, where your, your allegiances lie. I mean, for me, I mean, my ecosystem is PlayStation. I do like the ecosystem. I was going to pre-order it. I pre-ordered it, actually, before even, you know, getting the review unit. And I was like, yep, yeah, this is it. I want to play it. I want to experience it. Horizon Call of the Mountain just proved how much I, I liked it after. Just, like, just just seeing it, seeing that world in a new new light. Like, it, it, just that alone. I, I love the world that Guerrilla Games made. Being able to experience it in VR just means, yeah, it was like a no-brainer to me. So, yes, I mean, for me, 100%, this is the, the right step for VR. And I, I totally think it's it's worth the price. Steve? Yeah, I mean, I, I love Bobby's enthusiasm. Uh, I, I really do. I think there are compelling points to uh, PSVR. I mean, there's undeniable proof here that the hardware is a huge upgrade from PSVR. I think no one can look at this and be like, well, it's only, it's a half step. It's a half measure. Um, because as influential, as impactful as the original PSVR headset was back in the day, way back in 2016 in yeah. hindsight it's archaic it was running off of you know peripherals that date dated back all the way to the P ps3 um yeah. so as cool as it was back in the day you know to hook it up and play borderlands 2 beat saber all these other games the the uh the arkham experience it it it's such a old way of doing vr back back in that day that that processing unit and all those cords simplifying it down yes it still has a one singular cord connects via USB-C. Uh, that's what, you know, does all the processing for it, uh, for the, you know, the 4k HDR, uh, visuals up to 120 Hertz. That, that is where I kind of go, okay, there are competitive devices out there that, you know, offer wireless, offer a better price point. So I, I think that the argument of like, is this the one Depends on who you are. Depends on the time of week. It's still very early on in its life cycle. Like it's not even really out. It has a compelling <laughs> right, launch yeah. launch window, it, you know, of thirty plus games and stuff like that. But is it the one? I I don't really know. But that being said, if you're a console player, if you're in the PlayStation ecosystem, already have the PlayStation Five. I think, I think this is the this is the way I kind of 
wrap my mind around it and will continue to do so is that PSVR, the original, felt very much like a hybrid um, supplemental device between the PS3 and the PS4, where it was kind of like both of them. This very much feels in tandem with the PlayStation 5, whether it's you look at the design, it's very much in parity with the black and white mm-hmm. core design of the, the console. You look at the sense controllers, which I'm going to bring up here. I mean, just the the ergonomics, just the adaptive uh, triggers, the haptics, everything about it feels very much in line with the DualSense itself, that it feels very much in the PlayStation 5 ecosystem, that family, that if you are already putting out all that money for a console and you are a VR enthusiast, you're, you loved your PSVR, but you're like, I want it more, I want that next-gen upgrade, Yes, I think that there's a compelling argument to say, okay, maybe go out, shell out the in Canada, $750. It's a lot. But if you're not, if you are Dave, for instance, never played VR, look at this and then you're like, well, I like Horizon. I like, you know, the, the IP and everything. Gran Turismo's VR seems cool, but I don't know if I need to go outside of my means and purchase this. I don't think you're really missing out on that all that much. I don't think this is the the thing that's going to make your mom and dad buy VR. I don't think this is the Wii of VR units, you know, where it's like the one. The that Wii didn't even make my parents play video games. So it's not. <laughs> well, then there you go. Your parents are, are hopeless at this point. Every once you know? in a while, I think yeah. they, my dad smacked the drums on rock band back in the day, but that was oh. it. <laughs> Yeah. So I, I think there's a compelling, like it's, it's undeniable that this is a premium next gen iteration yeah. of. Well, they're Sony's presenting it that way too. VR they're definitely be. presenting it that way. Yeah. yeah. It, it's but, definitely, it, like I said, it's a niche market. Like it's, it, my yeah, enthusiasm it, it, is not. It's going it's not to be for, the, for a long time though. Like it just, yeah, it exactly. has to be. I think it has it to be It has right to now. be because it's, it's, it's still brand new. It's video games took like what, 40 years to hit mainstream. <laughs> right. Yeah. So it's, <laughs> it's, it's just a matter of time, but like my enthusiasm comes from, you know, just what I've seen so far. And like, yeah, it, it, it's definitely not for everyone. I mean, I'm, I'm not going to go say if you're on the fence, like don't go buy it. Like I, I, I still think if you're on the fence, give it some time, mm-hmm. but there are those people who I've spoken to or, you know, interacted with, Day one pre-order, they purchased it. They have, you know, they 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 lined up virtually. They put their money where their mouth was, right? And they, since day one, those people we knew were going to buy it. You know, February twenty second, hundred percent. Yeah, and I my, think my brother I- or like yeah or like you, Dave. I mean, you guys were on the fence. You don't really have too much investment in it. It's 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 still there's still time to you know see what they're going to do. Sony needs to keep investing to see, before I, I would fully say, you know, there are some games, you know, you might like them like horizon. Sure. We'll buy it in, in like a in like six months or maybe a year. But for now it's the early adopters are hundred percent. have already bought it. Yeah. That's, that's I was, happen. I was, I was, I wouldn't say I was hundred percent going to buy it. Like I, I did the pre-order. I was, gonna, I was, if I didn't hear what I wanted to hear from the previews, I would have canceled it. Right. But the previews came back so positive and glowing. It was like, well, okay, that means I would have I would have bought it. Hundred percent, I would have bought it after reading the previews. And I think what the nice thing is, is that Bobby, you're talking about early adopters, is that, and it's a great jumping off point. What PSVR two provides for early adopters, people who have their pre order locked in, who are eagerly awaiting the twenty second for their units to ship and everything. There's a lot here. There's a lot of There's like lot. really There's exciting tech, really exciting software that makes that value proposition worth it, in my opinion. Like, it's impressive what what this unit is able to do. Um, 
but again, it's all about the the value proposition at the end of the day. Versus, That's the biggest you know, thing. Right? Early adopters yeah. versus people who are kind of on the fence, being like, "Is VR? Is this my time for VR? I don't know." A lot of people. Let's be honest. VR is like we said, it's niche, but the average person is not sitting down and playing VR for three or four hours. They're maybe doing like no. an hour, and then they're putting yeah. it away. Of course, yeah. I'm finding myself like that. That was me with PSVR. I played it for an hour, and because I knew. I had to spend a 45 minute to hour window cleaning it up, putting all the cables back. It was minimal usage. So now with the PSVR 2 R it's, it's one cable. Mm -hmm. That's it. That's it. I can plug and play whenever I want. Yep. And I'm finding myself spending two or three hours at a time, even four hours. And I spent, you're a madman. I struggled with it the first couple of times, but like the first time I had, a session with horizon it it just it flew by like i i did the opening you know the opening tutorial mm -hmm. and then three hours later i'm like halfway through the story and i'm like what what like where did time go and it, <laughs> what is time of, <laughs> what is time right but like the whole thing is it the headset's so light and so comfortable that yeah so you're, I, you're I, not I, noticing you're not noticing the time is going by right you're just yeah, playing like, even i wanted last to night. mention that too i wanted to ask yeah. you guys about that too because steve you, you held up the controller a little bit yep. briefly a few minutes yeah, ago yeah. uh so if anyone's watching our video version like it's it's a very interesting looking thing like not having my hands on i'm like what how do i even yeah i, I guess They're that cool. i guess that makes sense cool. you kind of put your hand through the loop and and hold yeah. it like that so it's very I like how they have like their the, safety strap <laughs> oh you have to because uh I get a little well, scared they're, they're around my TV. They're, they're touch sensitive. The force, the strap is touch sensitive. So if you're not, you know, strapped in, the, the game won't play. Oh, interesting. Okay. And um, and, yes. and it locks by itself. So all you have to do is kind of just like move your hand, and it'll like tighten to your hand. Interesting. Yeah, it's that's crazy. I like that's it. So cool. Um, um, so that's what I yeah I sort of wanted to to ask about how it feels because one I I know that it's like it not every headset not every controller not every uh, you know, hand control, like whatever it might be, it doesn't work for everybody. Right. And, and this won't either. And that's fair, you know? Um, but what does it feel like putting it on? What does it feel like holding the controllers? Is it comfortable? Is it intuitive? Or is it just like, I'm used to this because I know it's VR and I'm a gamer and I, I can, I can kind of figure it out. Like what's that experience like from the get-go? Yeah. Th from the get-go, I was very nervous and hesitant. Um, for people who aren't watching, I wear glasses. So that it comes down That's to another a whole thing, thing of like, yeah. okay, well, PSVR, while it's comfortable, and I'll give them give Sony full credit, they created back in the day one of the most comfortable headsets that I personally yeah. experienced as a glasses wearer. Um I, I think they improved it greatly here where I was like, okay, well, with PSVR 2, I'm like, I have to take off my glasses, which will then inevitably end up with me getting a headache after time. Uh, will me wearing glasses end up like, is it going to like push against my head? Is it going to affect like the arms of the glasses and everything? No. Uh, I have really? run into no issues. Uh, even the fact that like, because yeah. it still retains that same design philosophy of having the, uh, the viewfinder slider so you can pull it in closer uh when you're when you're putting it in it never hits my glasses like that's what another thing i was worried about was like okay having the the lenses the oled lenses built in here are they going to hit my glasses lenses how's that going to conflict i'm running into no issues I, i'm, I'm going to bring up the headset again for um you know viewers here Shout out to PlayStation because they made one of like the comfiest like ergonomic like little it, little pads incredible. here like it's it's awesome the the way it 
once again, it has the uh, the tightening dial on the back. When you tighten that thing and it just like compresses into your head, it feels like a warm little hug. Like there's just <laughs> something about it that just feels really it, good. It's satisfying hearing that yeah. click and then it just ah, messes yeah. on your head. Yeah, I mean, it looks so and, it looks so minimalist too, right? And which then you is, have the which viewfinder, nice. which like yeah, like there's just so much thought. Like, just like yeah. the teardown video that I posted in the review. Whenever you guys check it out, February twenty second or February tomorrow. Tomorrow, February sixteenth, I have the teardown video of Sony showing, yeah, why every piece was put there, what it means to, to the development team, why they did it, mm-hmm. and they thought of everything. They they looked at every head that was submitted to their their development team. Like they took screenshots, so they took. They didn't take my head, and I know that would be a task. I know so. that, that's a thing, right? <laughs> but they took someone with a big enough head as mine, and it fits comfortably on my head. So that tells me. <laughs> All that right, there, there we go. <laughs> It's uh, just the, the thought wanna... process. Sorry, yeah, go, go ahead, ahead, Bobby. No, 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 go. Yeah, like the thought process between, behind like the development of this product. Like, there's there's a lot of of thought behind. Like, it's not just let's put up the next version. It's like, okay, how do we make this better for everyone? Yeah, yeah. And it's clear once you once you wear it on your head for an hour, you're like, wow, okay, this is this this really is cool. It it it's it's like you're wearing nothing at all. Nothing at all. <laughs> Nothing at all. Um, no, I. The reason I called you a, a madman for for doing VR trips that long is because I definitely could wear this headset for hours on end. It's so lightweight. It's so comfortable. It's just that after an hour or something, I just get eye fatigue. It's like okay, I just got to take this off for a while, and then right. it becomes a whole thing of you know throwing it back on and stuff like that. Um, But yeah, shout out to how much they were able to improve just the weight of the thing. Once you put it on, it feels weightless. Like it doesn't really impact your your neck or it doesn't weigh down on you. Uh, The other thing I wanted to talk about was just like the ergonomics of the sense controllers. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Look, it looks like it, like it's very easy to just pick up and, and that's just it. Like as soon as like you, put your hand on it and like wrap your hand it around makes it. Sense. Your fingers just fall into like the right place. I don't feel yeah. like I have to like maneuver anything. My hands don't cramp after a while. Um, one thing, and maybe this was just like my, uh, me being naive or anything. I never realized that at the the top, they didn't include the, the L1 button because it just doesn't really work there. Mm. Just the way that your fingers press. So yeah, I was like, they, they re- Oh, but then they designed like this grip button. Oh, it's sort of it's on, on the, the very on side, so it's just where you, like your middle finger rests just naturally. So okay, it's it's very they, interesting. Some games label, yeah. Some games label. I think they relabeled that the L one button in game. It, I've seen a it, couple yeah. games where it's like L one, but it's yeah. it's so natural that you're just your hands mm-hmm. already on there, so it just it makes sense just to grab it and just yeah, push it. yep. Yeah, yeah, definitely looks. I mean, that's that's impressive. I mean, it look like just just looking at at you pick it up, Steve, and sort of like seeing the videos and stuff that are out there and everything. Like it just it does. It looks a little bit. Ooh, this is very like advanced or whatever. But the second you you grab it and you put your hand through it and hold it, you're just oh well, yeah, no, it makes sense. It doesn't look and- as elaborate as uh, it might seem in a still photo. But but that's the thing is that it, it looks simplistic and it it just works. But honestly, yeah. the sense controllers are the standout for me above above anything nice. that the, the headset yeah, 100%. does 100% i i i wholeheartedly stand these controllers i think that these things are leagues leads way better than anything that the move controller ever brought to the table um i think these are on par with something like the MetaQuest 2's controllers i think uh just in terms of the the hand tracking the gesture tracking the fact that you know i can be in horizon and give a thumbs up to a machine as it's like trying to kill me i think that's hilarious what and Uh, it picks up that you have a thumbs up 
Yeah, it goes thumbs up, or I can do like finger guns because it, it, it has like that gesture tracking, right? Um, oh, yeah. For it's for really, really cool. like nerdy people, they, Bobby, you were talking about the teardown videos. They explain like the the sense uh, controller has fourteen IR sensors wrapped oh, around. Yeah, like, I did a see that. That's thing. right. Um, and then a couple others in the uh, the controller itself, and those are what pick up. Those are what the the cameras now pick up on the the headset yep. versus you know a, a PlayStation Move uh, camera. Yeah, and then those with like the light orbs and stuff like yeah. that. It's really high tech, and like it's it's almost like a one to one thing. Going back to Horizon, where where I'm climbing a, a mountainside, my hands feel like where they should be. It's not like you know playing Borderlands on the original PSVR, where my hand would just go. F- you know, flying this way, flying that way. I'm like, I don't, I, I have no control here. I feel like I'm in control the entire time, whether I'm playing, you know, Moss, whether I'm playing uh, Kayak, uh, VR Mirage, which, you know, games we'll, we'll talk about in, in mm-hmm. later down the road. But I, I feel in control. I feel like everything is kind of one-to-one. I feel immersed. Yeah. So it, the, so stuff. overall, like the, the tracking, whether it's the headset or, or the controllers, you guys have felt both that that the that the tracking has been like right there. You're not really have. I mean, maybe it's not gonna be 100 percent perfect. That's fine. You know, whatever. But you haven't had any like glaring issues. There's nothing there to no. say like, oh, they need they should they should update this or whatever. None of that stuff. No, I've, not at all. I've had nothing. It's, it's been smooth. It's been smooth since day one. Um, no, nothing. I'm, yeah. I'm just trying <laughs> just to think. Not, everything, not, everything kind of. <laughs> Everything kind of works as intended. Like I have no complaints. Like it's it's a great, it's a great like a peripheral to have. The sense controllers last about five hours. I was each. about to say yeah, five okay, hours. Yeah, which is fine. Was, yeah. It's perfectly fine. That's way longer than I would use a dual sense. Like the dual sense edge is something that you could have used <laughs> a better battery. Yeah, you guys yeah. Have yeah. mentioned that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the I sense as yeah, they're, they're five great. Hours, what they are. Five hours looks bad on paper. But unless you're Bobby, who in your right mind is spending five <laughs> hours in VR? Uh, like, honestly, like p- most people I talk to, including myself, it's probably like a one hour, maybe an hour and a half thing. Um, and, and, you know, five hours is sufficient enough. I mean, most of the times I, I end up just uh, charging my, my sense controllers after a play session. That way I don't walk into, you know, a sure, day where I'm sure. like, oh, you know, I want to want to jump into Moss. And I'm like, oh, well, now I have to wait. Or I'm climbing a mountain. No, no, now I'm falling. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, no, it's dead. <laughs> it, happened, it, it, it could happen to you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no kidding. <laughs> um, but, but the nice thing is, is that they, I've, I've been finding that they charge to full around 45 minutes. It's a oh, pretty wow, that's quick pretty, charge. That's very good. Wow. Okay. Yeah. That's like my cell phone. Then, That's yeah, great. I think the official charger will charge them in about that too. So if you're buying a oh, VR headset, the official charger for them should be about the same. Should be about 45 yeah. minutes. Nice, nice. Uh, so the the other thing is obviously the controllers are obviously wireless. That's just the way it is. But the 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 sing it's a single cable that's mm-hmm. running to your PlayStation Five. How long is it? How much? How much does it feel like it's in the way? Like those little things that you may not think of how did how did that impact or not impact uh the way you guys are playing i i'll start with that i mean i barely noticed it it it's like steve said like the the ergonomics behind the headset make it feel so light so even the cable's not really you know intrusive i think they said it's about four four feet long it's a long cable like i i have a lot of slack on mine and i'm not i'm granted i'm not too far from the couch it never, you know, interfered. I had all the room to move around. I did, 
a couple rounds of what the bat with which is like a whole playroom area so you have to set up the entire room as the play area so you need to have you know all this the space i think it's like six feet by seven feet for the room space you need a lot of space but like it it never it never even i never latched onto anything accidentally like knock it out with your foot or something like that's the kind of thing that i know i would do because i'm clumsy as hell that happened with the psvr for me that that definitely happened with the psvr like i I think it happens with a lot of people with a lot of vr setups i mean fair enough right because like it depends and it also depends on what you're playing i guess right that's part of the question i guess that i i could kind of follow up with too regardless but you know it depends if you're sitting down or if you're standing up right because if you're standing up and you're like have a tendency to move or you need to move or something uh in in whatever way then i i feel like i would just step on it and and it would just pop right out of the system right out of the headset or, or whatever it is if i'm sitting down okay the cable's a cable like i've dealt with cables on controllers my whole life so, lines, right yeah, yeah okay. so no yeah. It, it it's not intrusive it, it, it's so it's just something that kind of fills into the backgrounds like once your headset's on and the cable's just kind of behind you. It's you don't even notice it. It's it's not something I even paid attention to. I think maybe once it got tangled onto my shirt, but that's because I was moving around. But <laughs> that's the point where anything moved, right? It was just kind of bunching up. But yeah, it was really it, it's like a non-issue. It really yeah, so, isn't. So it says that it is four and a half meters. That's what it is. So that's pretty long. Yeah. Oh, four and a half it's, meters. It's is, a yeah. long cable. Like yeah. like uh, the only thing I'm kind of disappointed about is there's no way to kind of like for me. I I have to like obviously wind up the cable at the end of the night but like there's no way there's like nothing that they included you know to you know let me wind it up it's just oh like, like a place to put the cable sort of thing. yeah like there's yeah. no zip tie there's no like a re, like a like a, re- like a little thing that you there. would wind up for like a garden hose like one of those yeah, <laughs> i wish I, I would i would install <laughs> it in the house if i could but like it, it that's the only issue i have with it that's the only thing and it's not even a big issue i just yeah use, i use zip ties what about you steve but what about the i'm, whole I'm cable a little situation? more critical I'm a little okay. more critical of it. I, I, I'll totally agree with Bobby that it, for me, it's a non-issue in terms of I've never tripped on it. It's not yanking my PlayStation off it, off my media center, anything like that. Um, but in, in the year 2023, when you have the MetaQuest out, fully wireless, it's a cheaper price point. I just can't justify, like, get behind their justification of, oh, it's just one cable. We need it to, you know, in, use it to uh, process the 4K visuals and stuff like that. I'm like, I get that. You can find a way. Like, that's <laughs> that's really like the one one thing that I like that gets in the way of me being so um, bullish and in, insane. Like, this is a next gen uh, piece of hardware. That's the one. The the cable is the one thing that I'm like, this is holding it back uh, from its competition. To be fair, gotcha. to be fair, let's be let's be fair though. I mean. If there was a wire, if it was fully wireless, the battery life would be a boring. I think for the oh trade off, yeah. like oh, oh my that's God, the only thing, right. and that's, that's the only reason I'm, right. I'm letting. That's yeah. the only reason I'm giving it, you know, a pass because it, it yeah. was never marketed as a wireless thing. If it was, the battery would have to be incredible because 4K, yeah. 120 hertz would last an well, hour. I, I guess sure. that's, that's a, a trade off, right? That's a very ha- fair point. Yeah, yeah. yeah you have that yeah, battery, I mean, and then it's going to be heavier because it just needs to be. There's, the there's too much trade off to get wireless guess, in this yeah. situation. So, like, that's why it's fine. One that's, cable, one USB C cable into the front of the console is a non issue for me. It's, yeah, it, it that's all it takes. It's, it's that. Yeah, and then you I, have, I, yeah. I think yeah, I see what Steve's saying things. though. It's sort of like. You know, I know it's possible. Can't you just make it possible? You know, for right. the money that if, you're spending. If, if, if Sony you know, wanted to do that, it's not only that. Like it, well, it I'm sure it they comes want down to. to the. 
well, but sure they want it, to. They just can't. So the thing, the thing is, if Sony offered that, they could offer uh, like a, a different skew for that. So like, make it sure PSVR wireless. Make it its own thing. Graphics are, are have so like it won't be ten or you know four K. It'd be like ten eighty p OLED, similar to the PSVR ones. You know lenses. But with some modern upgrades. So, like, if that was a thing, let them do that. But, like, for what they're offering, sure, it's, it's I, equivalent to a PC VR. So, like, you're getting a PC VR experience, which has cables. Like, that, that yeah, whole thing is there's, yeah. there's a cable, right? I, I, so I don't disagree. That a lot of people are going to look at this and look at the, the paper, like, look at it on paper and say, well, it's got a cable. So, this other thing doesn't. I, I don't think that too many people are looking at it and be like, well, okay, yeah, the battery would then be X amount. It would no, weigh that, it down and everything. It's just like a spec by spec thing where they look at medical and like, wireless thing. Yeah. Uh, I'll go with that. Um, I, yeah. So I do think that it hinders that kind of experience. But that being said, I totally, totally think that's a, that's a great, um, great point to be made because it, it definitely would affect how much, how much weight is there, um, which I think can't really take away from it i i think that the weight here is just perfect yeah you, you guys have said it multiple times like even just off the cuff even when i wasn't asking about it like it just it's something that one of the first thing that that came to your mind i think that when we first started recording so it's yeah it's definitely a feature so it's um, a big tool because like you have this thing on your head and like a lot of the weight is in the front here so you've got yeah, the pressure on yeah. your nose yeah and that was an issue with the psvr for me it was like there was a lot of pressure on my nose here on the bridge this one, it's not even an issue. Like you can, yeah. you can expand the viewfinder, the the distance between the um, the lenses, so like it, yeah. you can see better. It, like it, they made all these thoughtful decisions where it, it's meant to be worn for longer periods. At this point, right? Yeah, right. Th- th- those were a couple of things I wanted to get into before we start uh, talking about like anything else. Is, is like the the substantial design and integration of like new features into this thing. I think yeah. like most of them being like the you know the new cameras which uh read the ir sensors and everything yeah. uh on on the bottom here uh, i'll hold it up to the the camera a little better because it is a little uh small oh, yeah. there yep. uh this is like the the pass through yes button. right so everyone knows like that's that's worn a uh headset before it's a, kind of a pain in the ass to take it off put it back on yep. especially when it's for like little things so this pass through uh enables like the uh, I think it's like the see-through mode or whatever they call it. Uh, Sony's yep. calling it. It's just calling it, it a see-through. Yep. See-through, yeah. So it, it renders out like a black and white version of like what you're actually seeing in real life, which is yeah, very bizarre. Uh, I was, meta, the, the, meta I've never experienced this in, in other it, in any of the headsets yet. It, to me, is it like, it's is like, it like virtual the voice? First time, like, yeah, is the that what first it looks time. like? <laughs> it's the like, first time you do it. You're that like, old VCR movie. It's just like such black <laughs> and white like grain. That's but so funny. It, I have to assume it feels like an acid trip where you're just like having like an out of body experience in your own body. <laughs> it's sort of it's very weird. Uh, and, then <laughs> and the first time you load it up, like you see like these two little left and right icons show up on your screen. You're like, what the hell are these? Yeah. Like yeah. I opened, I put it on the first time and it says left and right. And I'm like, Oh, what, what, like what's going on? What did I do? And then, <laughs> yeah. And it's such but, a contrast. Cause like they're crisp 4k and then you have this like blurry black and white. Screen oh, I see. Going around you. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, but but it's great because like in case, you know, you just want to know where your couch is or if you need to like take yep. a drink of water and everything. Instead of taking the headset off, you just pop this little button, grab your thing. Yeah, it's, it, it gives you, you know where you are because you may have taken a few steps here, a few steps there or something like that. It's easy to sort of lose track, especially if you're, I mean, most people don't have 
you know, a 10 by 10 room to just dedicate to that, which is why they have the cameras on the headset. Like there's a whole bunch of reasons why they do it. But like, exactly. if you're in a tighter space, like most people would be, I would say, um, or tight enough space, one foot to the left or two feet to the right is going to make a difference. You might be smacking into the wall. <laughs> and and that's me. You know, I, I'm that person. I had a yeah. hard, very hard time with the original PSVR. I've had difficulties with other VR headsets as well. I live in a Toronto condo, so space is limited. I don't want to move furniture out of my way every time no. I yeah. play this. The great thing about this is that because it doesn't use the the move or the the camera and the move controllers now everything that you really need here is all built into the the controllers and the headset so that yep. you map out the space that you have uh, i think playstation uh for a standing game recommends like six feet by six feet as bobby uh, i think bobby said previously yes, yeah. um so that i think is very flexible even that's for not, like that's a small not bad condo. that's not bad yeah yeah um and yeah i think just the fact that it can read all that within the headset itself. You don't need to, because like, even like borderlands, I, I went to like reach for a gun and I would be out of the play space and it wouldn't register a movement. Right. Or like saber when I had to crouch a certain way, I would be out of the, the camera's view. I'm like, this is just impossible. I don't want to play any of this because it's just too much work. I don't want to have yeah. to move a couch, move a coffee or, table. Or you don't it. want to have to be worried in the moment when you're supposed to be immersed, exactly. which is exactly what yeah. VR is to be like, oh, I, I need to make sure I duck, but I don't duck too much. Or I need to make sure I reach, but I don't reach too much. Like exactly. that just automatically literally takes you out of the headset. <laughs> yeah. And the yeah, so basically that's what the PSVR does. Like, yeah. sorry, PSVR two. It eliminates all that worry because you, yeah, they've taken awesome. account, into account all of this. Like that thing where you used to go out of bounds, like that's not an issue anymore. Like it, the best thing is like when you're setting up your play area, you take the wand and you just start pointing where you want the the play area to be. So you can see the floor, like it's drawing where 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 your player is gonna be on the floor. So you can see from one side of the room to the other, you can just see the blues covering the whole carpet or yeah. the, you know, the player and then you just build your area and then if you yeah. wanted to just seated it gives you a, like a radius of where you're sitting for that game so it tells you you can, you can put your arms up to this far you can stretch your arms this far forward and and that's your area and like it, it does all that guesswork for you that's awesome and if you step out of the bounds like it, it there's like a red circle i think that that goes around your controller yeah that's it but it still works like the, the surprising thing is I went out of that comfort circle. Like I call it the comfort circle because after that you're touching things. It still works. It, 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 it surprisingly it's works. It's more like, like just was... like a warning. Like just don't go too much further than that. I guess. Exactly. exactly. You That's might just is. like end up like hitting your cat or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It, it, they do. They took out all the guesswork and I like that because yeah. PSVR was a whole bunch of guesswork. Like, am I mm -hmm. in the space? Am I, am I bending too far? And like, you can actually adjust. So if your 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 place area is out of out of calibration, you can actually just go to the the, the main menu, open up the PSVR two settings. Then you can set the level of your floor. So if you're sitting, say on a bed or like a like a couch, you can put the level onto the the surface of the bed. Or if you're sitting on the edge, you can move the floor to where your feet are. So you can adjust gotcha. the height. It's cool. So if you don't want to bend too far down, you can adjust the height to be higher. So you don't have to go. That's too cool. Far. Nice. That, yeah. That's. I mean, it sounds like a small thing, but that that would make a difference based on how you're I sitting mean, or what room you're in. There are times. Yeah, exactly. Or, exactly. So if you're like lazy some days, like me, you don't want to bend down. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it's just like, bend okay. down. But more importantly, like Steve was was just saying, it's for for someone who can't, for anybody who yeah. can't or is un, unable I, to. Uh, I think that's you know that's that's huge because it could just be 
a, a foot from your shoulder. It could just be your the the level of your elbow. Like it really doesn't matter if you can't move your arm that way. I like I I mean this is not the same as someone who has uh, certain disabilities, but like I know with my wife when now that she had uh, a bad accident with one of her arms a few years ago, she can't bend her left arm the same way she could. So okay. she would have to adjust that because if something was right on the ground and she needed to do it quickly, for example, or whatever, it's not going to happen, you know, right. for her to be yeah. comfortable. She can do it, but for her to be comfortable and not have to strain herself too much, she yeah. would adjust it and be like, oh, that's great. That little thing like that, that you might not think of is built into it and, and a choice. So that's, so, that's awesome. Yeah, so Sony's been really good with the accessibility. I mean, granted, a lot of the big publishers have been doing really good with accessibility. Sure. Yeah. But for something like this where it's an interactive medium now there's a lot of accessibility available so like you can adjust the experience to to meet your needs so if you can't like you said if you can't reach or you can't bend like there are alternatives and there are ways to get around it yeah that's great and i'm that's thankful great. they put that in because there are people who, who who can enjoy vr without you know necessarily being able to do the full range of movements yeah yeah, I mean that's important. I mean they they need to be able to do that. But if but like publishers and developers can do all they want, but if the hardware doesn't let you do it, then it's not going to happen, right? Yep. So so 100%. that's awesome. Um, all right, guys, let's talk about some games. I don't know who wants to start or which games you want to start with. Um, I guess maybe we start with uh, why don't we start with Horizon because I I actually want to go to that first because I'm I'm yep. slowly still playing my way through Horizon on PS5. I'm still very much enjoying it, um, and I can see how. You know, if it's in this world and I love the world itself, why a VR experience would be really cool. Everything I've heard about it from you and read it all over the place that it's it's such a cool way to experience that world. Um, Steve, let's let's start with you. Let's how's it been uh, playing the Horizon VR PSVR 2 experience? I'm I'm enamored by this game. I, I think a lot of kudos needs to go to Gorilla and Fire Sprite. They made like this collaborative effort in, you know, creating what feels like equal parts a demo of everything the PlayStation VR2 can can do whether it's you know from from the cameras eye tracking to the sense senses haptics and adaptive triggers everything like that i think it does a really great way of just showcasing this is um what we're capable of as a as a first party uh, kind of game but not only that, it's a triple A scaled game. Like this is not a quote unquote experience. This isn't Batman Arkham in VR. This is a full game. Like nice relative to VR. Uh, the the way I've been kind of processing it and, and putting it in my head, I, I strongly strongly believe that this is Sony's way of being like this is our Half Life, Alex. This right. is on right. like a triple A experience. We put the production time, we put the scope in, we put the array of just abilities and the things that you do, the interactions, the immersion, everything is there for people to come in and be like, if I'm invested in Horizon, the IP, jumping into this world, I feel like I'm there. Uh, the yeah. moment that you start playing that that opening uh, bit where you know you're 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 in a, a little riverboat going down a stream and everything, you see the tall neck walk over you see other machines like coming down the river and everything you're like holy shit like i feel the scope i feel the scale of this entire world and everything and then later on a lot of the game is just climbing up mountains and interacting with stuff and you you climb over a mountainside and you kind of reach the peak and you look over and you see like this wide vista and it's in crazy. vr you get like there are multiple yes. moments I where 
feel yeah, chills. Nice I'm like, holy shit, like the music's hitting right now. I feel immersed. I have the the Pulse 3D headphones on and everything. And it's right. just, it's, a, it's an experience unlike anything else. And it's something that the original PSVR headset would never be able to accomplish. Yep. Not in like, like not even on PlayStation's best day would they be able to replicate <laughs> something even close. And I, I think, I think that just speaks to the, the hardware, uh, upgrades and innovations but also the fact that gorilla and fire sprite came out swinging with something available on launch day yeah so so my question about it in it just in general is not necessarily the story because you know i don't want you guys like spoiling story or experience sure. or whatever but like you know it, it the way that you phrase it steve is that it is a and you know i can frame this question for both you guys is that it is it is a triple a size game and scale game relative to vr which i understand is not necessarily you're not going to play 100 hours and stuff you know, fair exactly. enough yeah. um but what is the game like are you literally doing the same thing that you're doing with aloy and it's just in a vr experience or is it like more excuses to climb things than you would otherwise because you have to because it's v quote unquote have to because it's vr like what what are you doing are you are you taking over you know the robots or are you like how's it no, all working? so 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 it is a very much more like scaled back kind of experience in that uh you play as reyes a new a brand new character right um, which is cool you, which is very cool very yeah. cool um you know you are existing in the same world as aloy it's it's made very apparent like this is a game that you know aloy exists and she's she's around and everything um, is it happening but, sorry is it happening simultaneously with one of the other stories or is it essentially it's, like it's like yeah that? yeah Definitely. Um, I think it's between one and two. It's definitely I okay. believe so. Between. Gotcha. Um, okay. And and essentially, you're 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 sent out to to find your your brother who's gone missing and everything. But you're also it's it's kind of cheesy, but like you're known as this great great mountain climber. You're you're someone who's known that you can like scale mountains. I'm like, all right, fine, I'll I'll buy it. All right, I get um, it. <laughs> yeah, but but every kind of like mission is broken up into kind of like this. I want to say like I don't want to say rinse and repeat kind of cycle, but it's, it's very much a pattern of like you're going out, you're scaling these large mountainsides, um, and then every so often you'll encounter some some machines. You'll take them down, kind of climb, machine climb, machine, and then you get to an area, you do the objective, and then you go back to this hub area, go out on your next venture, kind of thing. So it is very much okay. Get to an area, uh, kind of explore, walk around. You're free to walk around down this kind of linear path, interact items like you know pick up barrels and stuff like interact with the world in fun and humorous ways uh mm -hmm. but then you know you're also gathering um resources to to make like upgradable items to better uh help yourself navigate and scale um these mountains but then you also have your bow and arrow which i i swear to god i Bow and arrow combat in this game is un unreal. I, I think well, yeah, you mentioned it a few weeks VR. ago when you when you yeah, previewed it. One of the was, coolest yeah. experiences in VR yeah. where you pull out your your bow and arrow from one shoulder, your your arrows on the other, and you're just firing on those machines. And when you when you get a, like a critical hit, you know a piece of their metal falls off. You yeah. see the number pop up and everything, and you're like, I feel like such a such a badass right now. I feel like Hawkeye. <laughs> I feel like you know. I, I feel like I belong in this world. And I think that's something that, you know, speaks to that AAA experience where everything just feels good. Um, yeah, I, I I think it is. It, it, it kind of sucks that when you boil it down, it is. Yeah, it's climbing and then a little bit of combat. But when you're in it, you're in right. it. Like it, it, it delivers that like adrenaline rush where um, it, it's, it's something I don't think I've had uh, to that same extent in VR 
uh, but that's, something like but a that's what they want. Alex, yeah, exactly, right, it's right. But, that, but that's what they want. Yeah, premium experience. Yeah, and and I've hear and I've heard and read and seen just so many good things about Half Life Alex, and I'm just like, oh shit, I really yeah. want to play that. Like that's the experience I want. But if Horizon is essentially what that is, or as close as you can to that experience, then it's like, well, at least they have that, right? At yeah. least they have like the you know, big title that they could say like they're, they, they've hitched their ride to this title. I think understandably. So it's, it's an original series for them, you know, a franchise at this point and they're, they're going to go with it. And it sounds like Bobby, I assume the same for you that it, it seems like this is the, this was the way to go. And it made sense that they went with this. Mm, yeah. I mean, it, it's a big series, right? So horizon is like, I would say close second to God of War. There's nothing else that yeah. I would say compares to, right? I mean, with Uncharted, retired, kind of retired. Last of Us, you know, it's been a couple of years. So, yeah, it makes sense that this is the the, the the franchise they went with. I mean, the world itself is reason enough. I mean, yeah, you're playing Horizon Forbidden West. You know what you're getting yourself into. Yeah, it's, it's awesome. Just like the first, it's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, so like the the sights and the sounds, like just going out into the wild as Aloy in the game Horizon Forbidden West, and you're coming across like these, you know, dilapidated uh, machine ruins and just like seeing you know the vistas like seeing that in vr is mind-blowing it, it, it really does take you into that world and that's why i think this is probably the best game to bring everyone who lives in the playstation ecosystem into vr because i mean it takes what you love and makes it better and i think it is better because i mean it's gorilla. They know how to bring people to to these worlds and keep them there. Because I mean, Horizon Forbidden West if, is proof enough. Like it, it, it's a game I spent over 120 hours in. Like I love that world. They know how to to ground the characters. They know how to turn these like extraterrestrial situations and make them human. And that's what I've been right. seeing. And then that's the thing with with. Um, horizon call of the mountain like it does all of that but you're you're actually there as as uh, Arias. and as a character like he's cool i like wh- what they've what they did with his story like I'm, i don't i'm obviously not gonna talk about it because the game's not out yet but like they they do some cool things they they take you to some of the coolest areas in horizon that seem familiar to me like, I, mean, I mean just between forbidden west and this game like it feels like i've been there but in yeah. a new light so being able to take down like a, a watcher or the first time you encounter the tall neck, like that is the greatest moment for me is just Big the down. opening moment. You're, you're what you're in that boat. And let's be honest, the opening is Skyrim because it, oh you take God, off the yeah. hood <laughs> and then they, it, it's a Skyrim. Re, it's like a reskin, but like it is that Skyrim opening that where you're just so invested in what's happening because you don't know what's happening. You're just right. You're I see what you mean. Yeah. That opening and, and then you're, and then like, or whatever. Yeah. yeah. It's so cool, but like, like you said, like you feel like you're like a like a warrior in this game because like you, you're given the tools and the knowledge to like to fight these machines, and like it's it's cool taking down your first watcher because like you're seeing the damage, you're seeing the pieces fly off, like it's it it just it creates it's right in your this, face, like you're just you're right there, yeah, like yeah. it's they're, they're a lot yeah. bigger than I expected because like cool because in like Forbidden Mess they they don't look as big. Some of the like the no, they they never feel oh. huge. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, but then you get here and you see how big like a watch like a watcher like easily over six feet tall. Massive, like it's long. Yeah. It's huge. And then the nice. tall neck like you feel you could feel the rumble in in the visor, 
and you can feel it in the controller and you're just feeling mm. the tall necks just that's large awesome feet. oh that's so cool <laughs> it's like oh i'm excited about rumble again <laughs> dude it's cool like that's haptic rumble in the helmet like if yeah. you get hit like you feel it and that's it's crazy. it's not like it's it's violent but like it's it's subtle enough for you like it's subtle. I gotta be careful it can be doing. subtle yeah subtle is totally fine and, yeah you don't want your cool whole thing, head shaking yeah <laughs> and and they did such a cool thing with okay so i uh, i mean the way you you take hits like you, you feel the rumble but then you look at your hand and there's like this feather on you and it tells you how much health you have left. So yeah. like you see like that's such a cool thing. Oh, it's is so that cool. that's like that's like your HUD essentially? Kind it's like of. your HUD. It's on your yeah. it's on your hand and basically everything's controlled through there or you know, you're you're controlled like how to like pull your weapons out. So like it's very cool. basic movements. But they 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 got rid of that issue where I hate it with VR where you're not moving like you're just in a spot and then you click to the next place. So this one they opened that up so you can yeah. move around freely. Steve showed me how to do it because yeah. I was annoyed because you actually have to hold the buttons and walk around normally and it's really stupid. I don't like that. But once you get the freedom to move around with the controller, the joysticks, the analog sticks, like it makes the game feel like oh, like oh a God. natural progression it's of so playing smooth. a triple A game. So you're so it's you're so walking smooth. you're walking with a joystick. And then yeah, so normally like, yeah, normally the game is just like the the, the the default controls are hold hold the the face buttons on both controls and move your hands like you're walking and okay. it, it doesn't feel natural. Well, because you're so not you're, you're not to... moving your legs and your feet exactly. and stuff. Right? No, yeah. you're just moving your hands, and it, it didn't make sense because you're trying to do that while you're climbing. So it's like you're climbing and okay. then you're trying to do this, and it, it it it's it's difficult. But once you unlock like the 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 traditional controls like it it becomes like this this progression where it's just like the gameplay flows so smoothly because you're moving around you're able to see where you want to go you just get there you start climbing and you feel like you feel like a like a shadow carja warrior like it's cool it's really cool like you feel like you belong there interesting um i i just want to jump in and talk about um just the the movement because i i yeah. I, I totally agree with bobby in that um i think that they did a really smart job with the movement in that they do give you options so like you like bobby was saying you can swing your arms if you want that weird immersive thing i think it's silly but hey if someone enjoys yeah. it out there by all means um on the right analog stick you can do like the free flow like turn your turn your like perspective around as you would in like any kind of first person game mm-hmm. um or you can kind of do like a tap thing where you, if you shuffle your your right analog stick that kind of shuffles yeah. your perspective i see the awesome it's like a snap awesome, it snaps it snaps, yeah, it snaps it. Gotcha. yeah like hitting tap um, awesome on your keyboard thing, <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly yeah. um the the one thing though and i think that gorilla was very smart in doing this and fire sprite too is the pacing of your movement of like when you hit the the left analog stick and you start your your person starts moving um a lot of games, especially, you know, going back to other VR platforms, uh, especially PSVR, uh, is, like Borderlands, for instance, moving can cause motion sickness for any, yeah, anyone. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. I, I'm not very prone to it. Like, it's not going to happen to me all the time, but it, it does happen. And especially with like other games that I, I, I've been playing on PSVR too, I've ran into motion sickness, but but here I, I feel like you're you're moving at such like a slower pace. Like when you hit the left analog stick and you're walking, there are times where I think hey, we're moving like comically slow right now, but I think that's to the <laughs> benefit of longevity it gives you for playing because at no point in this game, in no point of like 
scaling these mountains, running around, do it like fighting enemies. Do I feel motion sickness? Um, and I think that's that's largely because they're slowing that that walking down to the pace of like, okay, it's not just like it doesn't feel yeah. like you're running, hitting a wall, and then your stomach kind of like jolts, right? Right, it's, right. Inherently, what causes the motion sickness in in VR is that disparity between what your brain's reading versus what your body's doing. Yeah, what your brain uh, thinks you're doing to what's actually happening. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, that so I think they slow yeah. down the pacing to such a good degree that. Okay. Um, for me, again, I'm just speaking to myself. I don't know about anyone else out there, but I didn't run into any uh, motion sickness things. And I, I highly hope that, you know, more developers look at this and they're like, okay, we got to watch what they're doing because we got to replicate that for our game. Because um, I would love to see more more action-oriented games um, yeah. take on this kind of pacing to avoid stuff like that. Because, uh, yeah, I ran into kind of a few issues with other games that uh, were not designed this way. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> well, let's um, let, let's talk about a couple other games. W whether they're ones that you had great experiences with, or somewhere in the middle, or, or weren't great. Um, Bobby, let, let's go to you first. Yeah. Let's let's just pick a game out, out of the hat, and uh, we'll talk about a couple more. Yeah. So just to be like, I don't know, discrepancy, discrepancy. You know, just to be you know on the books and everything. We have a lot of games, Steve and I, to go through. It's like there's. Right two dozen games we're not we're not I've getting only, to all I've of them that's done, for sure I've, we're gonna get through all of them eventually but right now we focus on the ones that kind of you know call to us so for myself sure. i revisited moss book two which is a, a great little storybook game that that i think i want to play those games play. so bad those ones interest me so much those they're are some of they yeah. feel like such, yeah they feel great like they're 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 definitely something you could play with your kids let them obviously whenever you have kids you know let them try it but it it's it's just like it, it's like a storybook come to life. So you're playing as someone called the reader. And basically what your job is, is to make sure that Quill, the little mouse is, you know, your, your little companion to get safely from one area to the other. So whether you're helping Quill solve puzzles or, you know, moving the environment around her so that she can get to the next area or she's fighting enemies, your, your job is just to make sure she's always safe. So there are sections where you're doing that. You may be helping her with doing like a puzzle, like figuring out how to maneuver the environment. But once the enemies come in, you take over kind of like you take over as Quill. So like Quill uses like her, she has a glaive, she uses a, a hammer and you're just helping her fight them. So like basically she takes care of the fight and you take care of the platforming, the puzzling. And it's just a brief little game. I think I finished it about six hours. Like it, it's not too, it's not too um, demanding of your time. So you could, you could finish it in a day, but it, it it's really just, it, it's a heartfelt story. Like you're just kind of going through these motions of, you know, this, this world has been invaded by this arcane army and your job is to just make sure like Quill is there to stop them. And it, it, it's nothing to write home about. It's a very simple story, but the way it's presented and the way you're, 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 you're involved, it, you feel a connection to Quill because you're the one taking care of her and making sure she's safe making sure whatever is in front of her is not trying to kill her. And it, it it's a stress, like I said, it's a stress-free game. It, it just, it, it's a nice game to like dial back at the end of the night, put your headset on and just spend a couple hours getting to the ending. It, it's definitely a, a launch title. I think is recommended next to horizon. It's it's a very different. It's a different game. game. It's <laughs> different, uninvolved yeah. game. Like it, Horizon, well, whereas Horizon is a very involved game, like you're very right. active in this game. This one here is more just, you know, you, you click around, you move things around the environment, uh, you like clear like obstructions and stuff like that. Like, it's nothing too tedious. 
And yeah, it, it's always both yeah. of the both the games, the first one and the second one, have always been like, "Ooh, that sounds good." And I look at the video, even though you know, seeing a video of it, like a YouTube video, is not the same as as even just watching it on on a headset. No, uh, never it, mind it, playing it. But yeah. I don't. It always seems like my kind of my kind of game and something that I want to play. So it's it's good to know that it translates well to this, which makes sense because the hardware is improved and everything. So. It's, um, it's I, I could just like it's just, yeah like maybe like uh, the comparison has maybe like eco a kind of game where you're sure you're guiding someone through something yeah like a, like a situation and that's kind of where i like the, the the idea like it it's 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 a hands-on but hands-off kind of game where you're not too worried about what's going to happen it's just not it's too fast it, but it doesn't feel yeah, slow either it just has a good feel great. to it that's what yeah. I think. it's just yeah. a great pacing yeah pacing and exactly. yeah i mean it was on psvr i mean i played yeah. it on psvr and it was rough on there. It was just like, it was very, <laughs> very archaic. Like Steve said, like PSVR is very archaic. It really had a lot of work to do to redeem itself in P- on PSVR too. And Polyarch did a great job. Mm-hmm. They ported a great game. It feels very different. Like it feels like it finally belongs on, on the platform. And I'm just happy to see that it got that, that, that second chance to, you know, tell its story because it, it's a great little VR game. It's, it's not for everyone. It's it's like I said. It's it's very, it's obviously more oriented to children, but like it's it's really cool. I mean, like I like storybook movies. It kind of reminds me of like the Fievel character. Yeah. Yes. So when I was great. Up, yes. Exactly. Like, it's, I love that. Like that. The mousy characters are always like cute, and I love supporting that 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 character. So I mean, for what it is, it's great. It's short. It's brief. It's a lot of fun, and that's what why I recommend. You know, if you're gonna get PSVR two. Moss that's, Book 1 that's and 2 on are a great yeah. duo to start with. Like You can't go wrong with either game. Nice. Steve, what about you? Anything that pops in the mind? Um, yeah, I, I want to echo a lot of what Bobby was saying about Moss Book 1 and Book 2. I went back and uh, dabbled in both of them. I didn't spend a, a whole lot of time with them because largely I played them on PSVR and I right. do agree that I, f- I feel like a lot of the launch window catalog games are going to be that conversation of yeah, it, it's kind of like the same kind of upgrade um, stream we're seeing with like PSV or PlayStation 4 to PlayStation 5, where it's like, oh, improved visuals, haptics, yeah. adaptive triggers, that kind of thing. I think the same kind of translates over to a lot of these conversations of yeah. uh, last gen VR games coming over to PS uh, VR 2. That yeah. being said, I mean, Moss 1 and Moss 2 play very great on uh this new headset i think they take it full advantage of the hardware it's great stuff um a couple other games that i wanted to briefly touch on uh kayak vr mirage uh, which is basically a uh simulation game where you can you know passively go kayaking uh down these like incredible beautiful vistas and everything um and then also go through tracks where you're racing against other other players uh, yeah. I, I talked about how I don't get motion sickness all that much. I got motion sickness immediately from this game. Uh, <laughs> just <laughs> as soon as it drops you in, like in the, water. the water stage in uh, essentially like a high school swimming pool kind of thing. And as I'm just like slowly just paddling my way, I'm like, I'm not going to be here for more than 15 minutes. I can tell you <laughs> that right now. Uh, oh, I went no. in select like, I can't remember. It's like the Alps or something. And I started going through and you're kind of, you know, kayaking around larger ice clumps and stuff like that. That was fine. I was taking my time. It's cool because like you can like physically push your paddle against any like oh, cool. obstacles and 
move your your boat around. It's very cool. It's very immersive in that way. But I think again, that 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 whole what the mind's processing versus what the body is doing and everything it just doesn't line up. And for me, it just it's a game that I just can't play. Sadly, right. I, I, I think that there's a lot there for people who can kind of stomach it. And I don't mean that in like a bad way, but I just mean like, it's just a game I cannot stand. That, that's just, a, than- that's just a VR hurdle. That's really just yeah, what that is. Yeah. 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 And I, I think had the same issue. Yeah. I had the it's same upsetting. issue with Iron Man VR. I had the um, same issue with Iron Man VR on PSV, on PS, PSVR. Oh, the Iron Man one? Yeah. I got such, I, 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 I struggled to get through it, but I, because I just kept getting sick and I know what Steve exactly is talking about because you really want to keep playing, but you're, you're just, you're fighting against the motion. Yeah. And it's just like, and mm-hmm. this game specific kayak VR, like the water is so goddamn realistic. Like it's nice. Yeah. It's so gorgeous to look at, but then you're looking at the waves and you're like, Oh God, I can kind of <laughs> see where she's getting sick because like the water is just, it, it looks really real. Mm-hmm. Well, you, you want that, to be in it because of the way it looks and the way it's sort of, Oh, you can, you can actually put, yeah. you can, I, I don't know if this game does it cause I haven't done it yet, but like in, in horizon, you can stick your hand in the water and you can feel the controller vibrating gently, like to the water. Oh, I've never what? done that. That's, that's great. And I was looking that's online, funny. like I, I was looking at some of the kayak VR stuff, like the haptics in that game. If you hit your head against one of the branches, cause you're obviously paddling through, yeah. like uh, you can hit your head on and you can feel the vibrations of your head. Man, yeah, it's so cool. So <laughs> it's it's really cool, but yeah, in Horizon, if you guys get the chance, put your hand in the water and and you'll feel the water vibrate to your hand. Oh, that's cool. It's so cool. That's great. Uh, two other games I I want to yeah. touch on are uh, Star Wars: uh, Tales of oh, yeah. Galaxy's yeah. Edge, um, it's fun. and then Jurassic Park. Um, I can't remember what. Wow, Jurassic Park Aftermath even... Collections. Um, both games again have been available on on previous generation consoles and everything. These are another two two games that I'm talking about where they just do the the traversal elements where you're moving and it feels just too floaty where and, and ah. floaty and fast. Where in Jurassic Park I'm running and all of a sudden you know I hit a door and I'm I'm forced to like press a button and that that sudden sh- shift and stop just like. Yeah turns my stomach immediately mm. where i'm like oh okay okay gotta take it a bit slow here gotta gotta be careful here or else i'm gonna i'm gonna hit that threshold where i just gotta take off the headset and, and stop that immediately same kind of thing with star wars where i feel like it's it's fast it's fluid but turning around corners is a little yeah, jarring same kind of thing yeah. um yeah, so so i do yeah. get a little bit of motion sickness again it, it's so funny because bobby's talking about getting motion sickness in, in iron man vr i went through that game no problem i uh, start <laughs> to finish, i was like this is a blast i'm having so much fun which is just a testament to like not everyone's going to react the same way yeah. to certain games and 100%. and all that stuff so what my experience is is going to be totally different to yours uh, if you're listening out there and you're anticipating playing you know star wars tales of galaxy's edge it's going to be totally different um, it'd be the first so. one i fire up because it's star wars so <laughs> it's Which like immediately i was like i need to be here i need to play this game because it's, yeah. it's, so it's a great it's a great little so the, the basic premise is like tales from galaxy's edge so like i like the premise because they can keep adding so the developer can keep adding like little short vignettes for, for yeah. different scenarios so like there's oh, okay one where you play is like a is a full bounty hunter like you're you're like this uh repairman got, who got caught up in a bad bounty hunter deal so you're like fighting through 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 batu and you're like you're fighting like just random aliens and then another situation you're playing is like a jedi padawan and like it's a very brief like 15 minute demo but they have this setup where they can just keep adding 
adding mm-hmm. different stories to it. Like play is like a is like the Mandalorian one. Like I'd love to do that, but it, it's not there yet. Like it's just it feels like a like, it does feel like a tech demo to me. It it's very short. Right. It is. That's it. Yeah. But there, thankfully, like we have so many games to play through. I didn't mind it. It, it. it gave me just enough to you know write and talk about it, and I I was able to move on. Yeah. And yeah. speaking of moving on, like, we have a couple more things. I know we're cutting the show short, but there's a couple things I wanted to. We have a couple questions like from from you from our viewers. Like I want to get those out of the way. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then cinematic mode. I have to talk about cinematic mode because yes. like it yes. is it is the coolest thing, and I am. This is what kind of sold me on on PSVR two. So let's start with cinematic mode because I know like I said we have lots of games to discuss, but cinematic mode is like the coolest feature in years for me. And basically, what it is is PSVR had this very archaic version where you could watch movies or play your non VR games on like a virtual screen on the headset. Problem is on PSVR, it was very blurry. It was very had the screen door effect, so like you're looking yep. at it, and it was very like it looked like you're looking through bugs eyes. <laughs> PSVR 2 they got rid of all these problems so basically you're getting a crisp 4k I, I want to say 4k but like it feels like it's, it's, it's not probably okay. not I think it's like 1080 it might be 4k it's sorry, might, sorry it's not 10 sorry it's not 4k it's 1080p but it has the benefit of having 90 hertz up to 120 hertz so you're getting the frame rate and it feels unreal so like I was telling you guys last night I was playing dead space this week just because like I'm trying to get the platinum for myself I put the headphones on, I put the headset on, I grabbed my dual sense, and immediately I was Isaac Clark. Like you're in this world. Hmm. 3D audio is booming around my head, and like the screen is so big, it's right in my face. So like I'm I'm staring down necrofo- necromorphs as they're coming at me, and like I'm terrified because like So so the idea is that you're playing the game on the headset. That's- it's like you're playing the it's like you're playing video games on a 90 inch screen. Yeah, because theater. it's your entire yeah. field of view, right? So that's exactly. it's not it's essentially not, or, yeah. or or whatever, whatever it, it provides, right? Like your so your TV screen is essentially on your headset. Is that the idea? It, exactly. So basically, yeah. the the signal that normally goes to your TV is all getting transmitted to the headset. USB okay, feed. yeah, that's fine. That's, that's, that's so what you're I mean. getting direct. You're direct getting the direct feed right into your headset. Yeah, it is game changing because. It feels like a gimmick, but the more I played into it and the more I spent, you know, getting invo- invested, it, it 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 gave me a new appreciation for, like, the level of detail these games have because you're seeing it a lot closer than you are on a TV. Right. You're you're hearing things that you normally wouldn't hear because you're either sitting on your couch or your, your chair or your bed and you're you're not getting the full view. Headset darkness like your 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 head's covered like you you can't see anything but the game and like you're feeling everything like the, the there's haptics happening it's it's just so immersive and i i i was like okay well, let's see how returnal plays like and then i went to get to mm. returnal and because returnal's out this week i had to try it out on on psvr oh my god it plays so great 120 hertz <laughs> like i thought 60 frames was great for returnal until you play 120 hertz in your face you're not playing return all the way i feel like it was meant to because like i was like <laughs> i was having the time of my life i obviously like it, it it's a third person game but you're you're appreciating a lot of things that the developers have did have done because you're able to see it from, from like you're it's in your like i said it's in your face yeah yeah unfortunately the only thing i wasn't able to to, to do a lot of testing on i'm still trying to i'm trying to get 3d audio 3d videos 
onto my uh, PS5 so I can just see if you can just load up videos and just, you know, play with them. But I did a couple of YouTube videos. It was pretty cool. I mean, obviously, you're seeing trailers on, like, a big screen. So it's like you're in a theater. Right. But, like, I haven't been able to get that that balance of being able to, like, load a video. It acknowledges it's a VR headset, and it lets you move around in 360. But uh, I see the potential yeah. if you're, like, yeah, the potential to have, like, Netflix or Disney Plus, and you're watching an episode of, like, or even HBO and watching The Last of Us. You have the choice to have. 100 like let's like, like let's let's just say a 90 inch like a 90 inch screen in front of your face with surround sound because that's how good the headphones are like you feel like you're immersed and i don't know i just i know it's a gimmick i i obviously it's not as good as the traditional let's just play on a tv but like if you have a partner and she wants to watch tv you can just put the headphone <laughs> you can put the headset on and you're you're doing your own thing you can play games to your own comfort you're getting a really great experience and like it really elevates. Just don't swing that your arms and the controllers around too much. Otherwise oh, you'll not no, knock right. them so out. Thankfully you don't have to do that with, with this. It's just, it's just, you get to sit there and it's just the controller. Grin. Yeah. I had, I had a big grin on my face just because like the things I was able to see, I mean, obviously yeah, that's like, cool. It's, man. it's a gimmick, but for what, but, it, it, for, but it's there and it's the, available and it works. Right. So gimmick or not it's really available. That's the first thing I want. I had to try. Cause like everyone online was, I read a lot of previews and no one really mentioned cinematic mode. I understand. I'm sure Steve, did you have much time with cinematic mode when you did your, your preview? No, not with my preview. No, we didn't. Yeah. Uh, see a lot of the, it looks like, it. yeah, it just looks like it was never really talked about or, you know, touched upon, no. but like I had to, and I'm glad I did. I'm going to go back and play. I did Final fantasy seven. I'm going to go back and do a couple more PS. I want to do God of war. I want to go back to horizon and see if it's any different, but like these games feel I it's worth I a shot. It's worth booting up those games exactly. and, and trying them out. Yeah, I appreciate them a lot more just because of what you what what it offers me. Like, obviously, I know it's not much, but it's just it's a different perspective on, on games I've already played. Right, right. Literally a and, different perspective. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I highly, if you guys, if you're listening and you have your PSVR two unit, play one of your favorite games in cinematic mode. It it'll make you smile. It it's just a great little addition to the unit nice um and then you mentioned that we have a question or two that we could that you guys want to maybe we chip have away at. one two we have three what well, I, I cut down the questions because a lot of them were kind of the same but the number one is how is a controller tracking in challenging situations mm. and so what i assume that is is like if you're like in a situation where steve was saying like when you're fighting like a monster or like a mo- machine is it capable of keeping up with your movements or and are you able to, you know, keep on track of the action? And I think the first watcher battle in uh, Horizon is probably a good testament to that because it. I actually was so sore after that match because, like, you're actively dodging and you're shooting bows and, like, you're moving around. And, and I had no issues with the camera. Like, the camera was on top of everything I did. Albeit my hands were kind of in the weird position. So, like, my my, my fingers are always pointing even when I'm doing something on the controller. So that <laughs> it's not a hundred percent, but like for what, for the pace. Yeah. It, it does a great job. Like the camera, right. it keeps up. It keeps up. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like if, if this was on PSVR, you would have probably thrown the controllers years ago. <laughs> intentionally but, or not, you would have thrown the intentionally controllers. Or not, but like, yeah. <laughs> and then the second question. Yeah. We have is, are there any tracking issues in a fully dark room? I had issues. So personally myself, I, I turned off all the lights the first time I was able to play, um, 
I played Thumper VR, and that was no problem. Like it, it, it worked. But then I went to uh, Horizon VR, and it it wouldn't it wouldn't even acknowledge I was in the room. It just said turn mm. the lights on, and it would ref- it refused to boot the game unless you had proper lighting in the room. So there's that. So you need good lighting to play PSVR because all the cameras need to. Understand I guess they need happening. something, right? Yeah, I guess that makes sense. Um, oddly enough yeah the see-through so you can actually see through the see-through it, you can see sources of light so like i had a candle on it was the ooh, brightest moody the ooh. it was cool but <laughs> the next evolution was is it vanilla candles it's candles it was, it was apple cinnamon from bed bath and beyond uh, <laughs> oh you're getting it you still still yeah. got your leftovers from the fall season i see <laughs> oh man the fall collection yeah the fall collection is a banger uh, i want to yeah it's pretty it lit falls. it falls it's, it's pretty lit nice it's lit but um, yeah no so i ran into the uh, same issue i i tried it once uh turning off all the lights because i was like oh you know my partner she went to bed i was like oh, i'll just play for a little bit had all the lights off it was nighttime um but the, immediately there is like no nah, you, you don't have enough light you gotta turn something off uh, i was like okay Kind of weird, but uh, I mean, it's fine because like fair. once you're on the headphones on, like you don't even know what's happening. Like exactly. you have the headphones on, you you're in darkness. Like the Sony, so PSVR, like there was always an issue where there's light, like just leaking the nose. The, yeah. yeah, this is gone. Like it's all total black. So anything That's you're great. seeing is it's perfect now. Like they 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 fix that issue. The only issue now is you have to have some light on. So I know people are trying to conserve energy, but you got to have a light on for this one. Sorry. And then their next question. We have one last question. How is the headset game OS for eye tracking calibration after the first setup? I don't think there was anything else inside of the initial setup. I think I just did the first time during the the brief uh, introduction setup, and that was it. Like it, the eye tracking is really good. I mean, I've had no issues with it. Unfortunately, there aren't too many games that I've played so far that have the eye tracking involved mm-hmm. in the gameplay i know um until dawn has it where apparently like the 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 marionettes if you don't look at them they'll they'll come at you oh cool so i'm terrified of that i don't want to deal with that but for for the most part the eye tracking is great i mean a lot of games have gaze tracking so you just look at the menus and then you can just tap x to go oh, that's the cool. next menu yep it's it's a great it's a great addition but other than that like everything's great like sony really did a good job calibrating every aspect of this machine it, it sounds like like the like the ease of use like you, you you don't have to worry about too much i mean you guys have said that a few times but yeah not like t- taking those things off your plate and just being able to just put it on and largely just go is it is a it, big it thing. really is a like a, pu- a plug and play thing again yeah. it just plugs into the USB-C at the the front of the console and away you go the only thing that i know that i've had to kind of like finick around with after the initial calibration is the ipd which is the measures like the the distance between your your yeah. eyes mm. the, to the lenses um and that's only because if my partner puts it on she she has to like customize that so to avoid sure. like it being blurry that's yes. that's it um the, but that, that's all through the the headset itself the 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 dial is built into it so it's not like i'm flipping through menus having to recalibrate no. the whole thing do it again for myself back and forth it's yeah all it's it's, it's not this where, big 20 minute or, only, ordeal every yeah, time the only else thing I, yeah, it, yeah. The, the only time i had to deal with any calibration was when i moved room so like i did my room oh true a little bit and then i set up the play the play area there and then i decided to move downstairs to where i had more room and you just basically have to recalibrate again. So it takes like three minutes. It literally 
says, this room is not big enough. Do you want to calibrate the room? So you just do that. It scan. You just move around and like this blue hologram scans the room. And then within a minute, you're, you're pretty much. <laughs> this room is not big enough. Here's a listing of larger places in your area that you can move yeah. to instead. <laughs> Go to the library and book a room and just stay there. <laughs> Here's the latest listing of an overpriced house or condo in your area that you can move to that Ooh. has a room big enough. <laughs> if, if realtor.ca built that into PSVR. <laughs> They'd make a they killing. They have a big market. They would make a killing there. there. <laughs> Patent pending. We're taking that idea. Yeah, really, right? Um, all right. So it uh, sounds like largely you guys are giving it a pretty solid grade and really enjoying it. We're, we're going to have more discussion about it as we go along. The full release isn't out yet, so we're going to get lots of uh, uh, feedback of just how the headset is out out in the wild, so to speak. Um, but I'm excited to hear more as you guys go through more of these games. Like you said, you have literally over a dozen games that you that you can try out um and uh you know people can come back to us here they can go to console, consolecreatures.com to to see and hear what what uh what you guys have been playing and uh yeah until that time steve where uh, where can we find you yeah you can find me and uh everything i'm writing and doing uh, across social media at svigvari amazing uh editor extraordinaire bobby where can everyone find yourself? And uh, I guess consolecreatures.com, right? That's the place to go. Consolecreatures.com, Muckrack, LinkedIn, Twitter, not for much longer, apparently, because now Musk is trying to get us all to look at his stupid tweets. <laughs> but yeah, that's another that's another podcast. We don't want to get involved with Musk today. That's it, yeah. yeah. Well, Be actually we'll, on all channels. You can find me anywhere. Awesome. I'm, I'm there. I'm at Dave Petro. You can find uh, my writing at consolecreatures.com as well. I have a couple of reviews lately. Blanc, if anyone's listening to this the week of Valentine's Day or the week after, Blanc is a great game. Great to play with a partner as well. Oh, Just wanted to this. throw it out there. Yeah, it's very, very oh. good. I'll talk about it. I'll talk about it. And you can find my my review uh, on the website as well. Um, yeah. Great, great game on Switch. Great to play with a partner as well. I'll say that. Until next time, though, until next week, everybody, uh, keep your headsets on or off if your eyes are burning at this point. We'll, uh, we'll see you next week. 